I'm Bill Thomas. I'm director of radio at Prairie Public, and I'm talking with Dave Thompson, who is our news director and also was part of that job. He's host of the program Legislative Review that we run during the legislative session. Hi, Dave. Hello, Bill. How are you? So this is something that's recorded for television and for radio, and Mm -hmm. uh, we broadcast it on radio on um, Friday evening at 6.30, and it's broadcast on television at 7.30, and then again on Saturday evening. What time is the Saturday? 6.30 p.m. Okay, so it's around, and you can get it on YouTube, and you'll be able to sign up for the podcast. So, Dave, this show has kind of a long history. You've been doing it for a while when there's a session. Yeah, every time there is a session, so it's every two years, biennial. Or when we have special sessions, we also do a program like that. But we haven't had that many of them. But we have been doing this for a long time. And it's it's a way for people to get some insight into thinking of legislative leaders and and some of the movers and shakers in the legislature about what's going on, what are the big policy initiatives, what are the big spending initiatives, and that type of thing. Yeah, the thing that's nice about it is, you know, you know a lot about the legislative process and and, uh, history behind uh, various things going on there. And this is not a let's grab a sound bite for the newscast, but sit down and kind of have a conversation about how things are going. Absolutely. It is a one-on-one conversation. I normally interview one lawmaker. And we get a chance to sit down and really talk about issues a little bit more in depth that you can even do in a produced piece on, on our news air. And they get a chance also to experience the personality of the legislator who is talking about these issues. Yeah, you get a feeling for how they think because mm-hmm. of how they talk. So um, I, I know you've just got a, a couple lined up for, for this one. Who's set up to come on so far? So we have the new Senate Majority Leader, David Hogue of Minot. He took over from longtime leader Rich Wardner, and he's going to be talking about how he's approaching leadership, you know, stepping up to the to the leadership uh, mantle, and talking about some of the issues that are important to his Republican Majority Caucus. And then next week, we're going to hear from the House Majority Leader, who is also new. He is from Dickinson. And he w- will talk about what his caucus is thinking. And you might think they're lockstep on everything. Well, not at this not at this stage of the game. There are some different priorities, and we'll explore that. But, you know, when all is said and done, things come together toward the end. Dave, how does the level of turnover in the legislature look this time compared? You know, how many experienced legislators do you have coming back versus new ones? Uh, it's it's a, a small majority of experience versus new. There are, there are a number of new legislators who were elected this time. And they're bringing new ideas, different different thoughts, different um, issues to the forefront. And the job of the leadership is try to get that caucus more, you know, congealed around big ideas and then talk about some of the other things that are important to some of these people who have been elected. So you talked about you've got the majority leader in the Senate, the majority leader in the House. What What's your tip? I know you don't have anybody set in stone yet, but what kind of guest would you be looking for for the rest of the session? I guess, you know, we're going to do the leadership on both parties and both houses to come up, you know, to find out what their caucuses are going. Then you have to talk to the new leaders of the Appropriations Committee, Senator Beckadol in Senate and Representative Vigasaw in the House, our new leaders, and 
they're going to be the ones who have their their fingers on the spending proposals. And that's going to really determine a lot of things because the state has a lot of money in the bank. So those are very important positions. Yeah, that's always where a lot of the attention goes is like, where's where's the money? Where's the money going to go? <laughs> yes, exactly. And again, I, I'm, we should reinforce this. Committee chairs in the legislature do not have the power to kill bills. They can recommend— Which is unlike some states. Is, yeah. We're, we're really kind of lone wolf out there because the committee chairs can only recommend do pass or do not pass or without committee recommendation. Bills will get a vote on the floor unless they're withdrawn by the sponsor, which is unusual, but also— uh, here's some of these issues are going to get heard in the legislature, which is a I think it's a pretty open and refreshing process myself. Well, I know in some other states, it, it, well, as you say, I think all, maybe almost all the other states, um, a, a bill can come into a committee. And if the committee doesn't pass it through, that's it. That's it. Exactly. And it uh, goes into a drawer. And I I do sympathize because I think particularly in some of the larger population states, there can be a ton of bills. And Absolutely. You, you know, you maybe do need some kind of a filter, but it also seems uh, a, a little uh, not, you know, not representative democracy if a committee chair acting kind of on their own can, can, can just kill just something. Kill a bill, right. In, in North Dakota, we've had a history of bills where the floor, where the, the legislators on the floor overturn that committee recommendation for a do not pass. That happens once in a while. Or if the committee recommends do pass, it might get uh, turned down on the floor. So there are, you know, mechanisms so that it's another checks and balances type thing. Well, Dave, one thing that happens every session, it seems, is that uh, there's some bills that are introduced just to kind of make a point, you know, that maybe it's not like really that necessary that there be a law about it? We've seen some of that this year. Mm-hmm, we are. And there are certain areas, transgender issues are going to be one. And to an extent, the abortion bills too, but there is some movement toward clarification of North Dakota's trigger law and what that means and try to hold doctors harmless if they have to pre- perform some emergency abortion so that they don't have to come up with they call a you know, a positive defense of what they've done. So the, there are going to be some changes to that. But, you know, the, there are some of these bills that are introduced. They get a, they get a hearing on the, uh, in the committee, and then they get to the floor. They're debated, and then they are rejected. And, but the lawmaker who introduced them made a point, did it for a constituent, or did it on behalf of another group. And they can say, well, at least I tried. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, Dave, one thing that uh, the situation in a lot of legislatures, the the U.S. political system kind of evolved to work around this two-party system. Uh, but we see in several states that one party or the other has a supermajority. And that's the case in North Dakota, where the Republican Party has a large majority. And in in those cases, then you tend to get fractures within the majority. Exactly. And you saw that a few years ago in the, in the North Dakota Republican Party when Republicans took a supermajority control of both houses. You had the Bastiat Caucus, which was a little bit more right of center than the majority of Republicans. And they got some power and they pushed some issues. 
And you're seeing some of that as well, again, in this session. But, you know, at the end of the day, the uh, shall we say the cooler heads prevail, compromises are reached, and legislation is passed. One uh, kind of new wrinkle the last few years is uh, the uh, ethics. Uh, right. And, you know, passed by initiated measure. And, and uh, how, how is that playing out? Well, it has basically put some constraints on lobbyists by for taking people out to expensive dinners at restaurants, that type of thing. But, you know, in talking to the people at the Ethics Commission, if you have an educational purpose in mind, you can do that type of thing. You can take somebody out to a, to a nice dinner and talk about, you know, issues, and you can do it for an educational purpose. Now, those are going to be redefined as the Ethics Commission has has a package of proposals to do more education about what lobbyists and what public can and can't do in terms of dealing with their citizen legislators. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of things to keep an eye on. Are there any, you've mentioned uh, uh, some of the bills that are some of the issues that you're looking at, other ones that you got your eye on? I'll tell you what I think was going to be the overarching issue of this session. That's workforce. Workforce development, because both parties have proposals for child care, for recruitment, for advertising the state. Senator Matherin came up with a very interesting idea about offices of immigration that would be in commerce and the Bank of North Dakota in an effort to attract foreign people to North Dakota, people from foreign countries, to come over and work if they're interested in immigrating to the United States. That those are the kind of issues I'm really watching this time. Yeah, well, there's kind of a history of immigration. So. Absolutely. We do have a long history of immigration. Okay. All right. Well, Dave Thompson, host of Legislative Review and also news director of Prairie Public, thanks for chatting with us about it, and uh, we'll look forward to the first show. Well, thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Okay. That should do it. Okay. Very good.